What's up, guys? This is Jared Grabiel, and you're listening to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast. Hey, guys, this is Jared Grabiel, and welcome to episode three of the Live Well, Lead Well show and podcast. On this episode, we're gonna be going over what I consider to be the six steps to a perfect heads up meeting. And this is something that we've established a long time ago and that what we do every Monday morning with our leadership staff, and the reason why I think it's so important is because it has established and developed the culture that we've created over time. And I truly believe a healthy culture is the foundation to, to longevity and success in your business model. And so we're gonna be going over these six steps. I think it's so important, and a lot of people have reached out and asked what we do in our meetings because they've they've seen it maybe on on social media, um, kind of the stuff that we're going over. So make sure that you pay attention. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, take notes. And towards the end of this uh, show on the YouTube channel, just make sure to screenshot it so you can have these six steps so you can reference back to them. And I promise you, if you implement these into your early morning, early Monday morning meetings, it will make for a much better week long term. So the first step to uh, six steps to a perfect heads up meeting is what we consider to be a praise and prayer report. Now, if you run a more secular business or based off your beliefs, what this would be is basically your company's wins and your company's, uh, the things that your company is working on or working towards. We consider it to be praise and prayer. So the first step is praise and prayer. So for us, Praise would be um, something great that happened to us as a staff last week, maybe a hurdle that we were working towards that we overcame, maybe even a challenge, right? So let's say that we opened up our new kitchen and we had been working on that for six months. Or last week, for example, we opened up three new pickup locations uh, for Superfit Foods. And so we get to really celebrate that as a staff. So we praise God for those wins. But again, depending on how you run your organization, that could just be an organizational win for you. So I think it's so important for step one that you address those wins and you glorify your staff um, for for reaching those goals collectively. Um, And then the second thing is our prayer request. So as a staff, we try to review you know, maybe some things that are going on in our lives or in our family's lives or even in our clients' lives um, or even as an organization, the, what you would maybe consider to be goals that we're working towards. So we're very intentional to address those as a staff and then spend a moment going over those. So again, if you're a secular company, your praise would be the wins of your organization and then your prayer would be uh, the, the continued goals of your organization and the things that you wish as a team would, would maybe get better or would uh, provide or bear some fruit for your organization. So that's step one. Step two is going to be reviewing your company's goals. So what I mean by that is, um, For us, for example, we uh, think social media is a super powerful platform. If you're running even a startup or a larger organization, you should have adopted that mentality by now. So we look at one of our company goals is growing our Instagram by X amount of followers, growing our Facebook by X amount of likes, growing our Google, Yelp, and Facebook reviews by X amount each week. So we set measurable and attainable company goals. We have revenue goals. 
right? And it may not always be that we grow. Some weeks we are working internally, so we want to stay the same because we're working on a lot of other goals. So our goal would be to make sure that we retain that certain amount. Um, as, a, as an organization that is intentionally growing, we have an attrition goal. Uh, I believe that every company should have an attrition goal, whether um, you're, you're selling meal prep, you're selling memberships, or any type of product or services, whether it's insurance or apparel. You should have an attrition goal of how much you know, clientele is coming in and going out. Um, so those are just some of the examples of what we do as an organization is address our company goals from the prior week, right? Because a lot of companies do this quarterly, and it, it's so hard to reflect on the last three months and to address. No wonder we didn't reach those goals two months ago. We made this mistake. When we address this weekly very quickly, it helps us be more progressive in our, uh, our strategies and our calls to action. And so these meetings, by the way, um, for us, when they first started, it took about 30 minutes. But as our leadership has grown, it's actually begun to take about an hour and a half. But once you see these six steps, you can see that as the staff grows, the meeting might take a little bit longer. So just keep that in mind. I would say that if, you're, if your staff or your leadership staff is anywhere from two to four, uh, this could take 30 minutes. But as it grows to maybe four to six, six to eight, it could be an hour, hour and a half long. So make sure that you make time for that. And I would recommend doing this at the beginning of the week. So then you can kind of set them free, let them run um, after this meeting is over. So the third thing is, and, and this part is super important, uh, is our personal goals. So as a staff and as human beings, we need to know that we're important, right? And as a leader uh, and uh, overseeing staff that are developing and growing in their, in their positions and in their personal lives, they need to know that their personal lives are important. So, You also need to know that the letter L is important when you're writing personal goals, not persona goals. Anyways, um, so our personal goals are super important. I believe this is something that's missing in a lot of organizations, uh, both large and small companies. Um, especially as a small company grows, people take a lot of personal responsibility in, in, in that growth, right? And, and they might take even um, a lot of the credit because it's usually in a smaller organization, credit is due to the few employees that that company may have. But it's so important that those people know that not only the company goals, but their personal goals are important. So what we do as an organization is individually, we try to address maybe three to five things that are going on in our personal life. And because we're blessed to love what we do, sometimes one or two of those have something to do with work. Um, but personal goals for us, for me, for example, it could be to uh, wake up and do cardio in the morning before I come to the office three days a week. Um, for, for some of our staff, it could be spend time with the family on the weekend. Um, it could be uh, readdress my personal finances and recreate a new budget. Um, we, we've obviously seen lots of different personal goals over the past couple of years that we've been doing this. Um, it could be remember to buy a gift for my friend or set up a surprise party for my spouse. Um, just little personal goals. And what happens when we write these things down, it makes us more accountable. But at the same time, um, we all work a lot because we're passionate about what we do and most of us love what we do. So we can sometimes forget about our personal goals because of the company goals. So this keeps it on the board. And as a team, we get to hold each other accountable throughout the week, 
Um, so what comes along with the personal goals is what we call positive reinforcement. So out of those three to five goals, usually at least half of them have some type of uh, positive reinforcement um, built into it. So for example, if, if, if uh, Lainey on our staff doesn't get an A on her final, um, she's going to buy the whole staff coffee on Wednesday. So there's things like that to where, not that she doesn't want to buy the staff coffee, but at the same time, I'm sure that she would like to save money and get an A. So it's just a, a boost for that personal goal. And then as a team, we hold each other accountable because next week, if she didn't get the grade she wanted, we're all expecting coffee on Wednesday. And so it could be a lot of times we have some type of exercise. Um, you know, if Shannon doesn't, uh, write her five page paper a week in advance or something like that. Maybe she's doing 20 push-ups in the office or one of the fun ones is doing lunges around the office with all the other people. So it's kind of, um, I wouldn't say public humiliation, but it's, you know, not, uh, you kind of got to be bold when you're doing stuff like that. So positive reinforcement is a huge component to our personal goal. So I would recommend kind of tacking that onto that. Um, so number four, and this one's usually really fun is, uh, win of the week. So when of the week. So what this is, both um, personally and professionally, as a team, we address one win of the week personally and one win of the week professionally. And so what that might be is that personally, uh, let's say Matt hired a new employee and so he onboarded that employee in, much, in a much shorter period of time than he expected. That would actually be a professional win of his. Or from the kitchen component and what we do with meal prep, maybe a professional win of the week for one of our leadership staff in the kitchen is having 100% accuracy with the meal selection. Um, another, maybe a, a, a personal win would be spent time with my mom while she was in town or uh, took a complete day off on Sunday and didn't even open my computer and just had a relaxing day at the beach. So those, we try to address those things because again, these things are important to me as a leader and they should be important to every organization. And so we're very intentional about addressing these right up front and then sort of uh, celebrating those wins together as a team. And so the uh, fourth thing is win of the week. The fifth thing is and this is one of my favorite because I'm a learner at heart is what did you learn last week? So the fifth thing, what did you learn? We're, one of our company values is education. And a lot of times what that means is that we want to educate our clients. But more so, in order for us to do that consistently, we have to keep learning. Um, we're big believers in the value of learning, consistently contributing to our personal and professional growth. And so every week, we sort of hold each other accountable to contribute one like nugget to the team. And so what that could be a lot of times, um, because I spend most of my time learning, uh, a lot of times what I, I might have like three or four things. And so what we like those things to be is something practical and applicable to our lives. So for example, Shannon's a, diet, a dietetics student. Um, and so each week she'll have some type of, you know, did you know that um, a lack of vitamin C could potentially lead to 
a zinc deficiency. Like, don't quote me on that. It's just an example. Um, but so when we hear that, it's like, okay, well, what are the next steps, Shannon? And her next steps are make sure that in your diet, you're, you know, eating one orange a day. That way you can balance out both of those things and you'll be able to sleep better. So it's, it's a practical and applicable nugget that our team can take away. It may not be directly relevant to our work that day, but it does increase the quality of our life. And so three to five or six to eight people in these meetings, you, you take away a ton of information. Um, and so, for example, Lainey and Lena on the creative and social media and, and advertising and marketing side of what we do, they're going to give us some new statistic on how uh, the amount of hashtags you use on a post is going to increase the likelihood of your overall engagement, right? So here's a fun fact, under 10 hashtags on your Instagram post recently are proven to be the best number of hashtags to have in order to increase your engagement and end up on the, you know, the search engine page of Instagram and all that stuff. So because all these things are constantly changing, we get to learn something new every week. So what did you learn last week um, is, is a really big thing. And it's something that we you got to be able to write it down. It's not a thought from last week. It's a practical and applicable uh, lesson that we can all take away. Um, so that was the fifth thing. And then the final thing, number six, is our value of the week. So as a team, we, we, we reflect on our 10 core company values and we address which one are we going to really zone in on and focus on this week. So, for example, a few of ours are exemplary customer service. We're huge on that. And we, we really like we try to implement all of our core values and everything that we do every single day. But we really try to emphasize one so we can kind of and it can almost be corny sometimes, but so we can level up in that one area each week. And then obviously over 10 weeks, we've gotten overall better at every single one of our values. And so uh, last week, one of our core values is gratitude. So we as a team, we decided, you know, this week we want to emphasize gratitude. And so the number six is uh, your value of the week. And what that does is it creates, it organically creates a slightly better environment every week in our office where, for example, if gratitude is our core value, you're going to hear a little bit more. I appreciate you. Thanks for that. Um, thank you for helping me with that. And even uh, as we co correspond and communicate with our clients, we're going to intentionally be more grateful and address the fact that, you know, these people are the reason why we have this business that we've built. And so in order to continue to grow, we have to reflect gratitude with them. Um, and so each week we address a new value and this will be a whole different topic and a whole different show. But if you haven't established your core values as a person and an organization, um, then you definitely want to start with that as well in order to successfully do number six. So we'll talk way more about values in another episode, but episode three is the six steps to the perfect heads up meeting. I'm gonna write that on the board so you can screenshot it and then we'll close up. This is sloppier than I would have preferred, but just go with it. So 
I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you're able to take some applicable stuff that you can use for your team and your organization, whether you're running a business, starting a business, if you work for a large corporation, or if you're leading a team of football players or you're a coach for a little league baseball team, you can apply these things to those groups and I promise you'll continue to be more successful. Um, make sure to share this, uh, comment on it, leave us a review if it helped you in any way. And as always, give us as much feedback as possible. Whatever you'd like to learn about, I'd love to teach about it as long as I know a little bit about it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast today. I hope that the show has served you in some way. And if you enjoyed it, please make sure to leave a comment, uh, click the button to subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with some of your friends that you think it might help. Until next time, have an awesome day.